Welcome to another episode of Between the Lines. I'm Sean and Bessie, and I'm here with Sarah M. Eden, Tracy Hunter Abertson, and Esther Hatch. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about friendship in the author community. But before we begin talking about that, since we're all authors, let me ask what you're working on now. Sarah, would you tell us what you're working on? <laughs> Um, I very recently got the uh, dreaded editorial letter <laughs> that all authors learn to fear. It's the letter you get back from an editor who says, yeah, we want to publish this book, but only if you make the following improvements. And then it's like 10 pages long. So I just got that. I haven't actually started any of those edits, but they are looming on the horizon. You'll do a great job with those. I'm not worried. We've, <laughs> we've seen your end product. <laughs> yeah. Esther, how about you? So I'm kind of just on the opposite end of that, maybe, where I just finished a very rough draft. Um, it's very rough, but it's finished. And I love that point because I finally see that, hey, this this is going to be a story. It is going to work, <laughs> which up until that point, sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that point, too. That's when I feel like the magic happens, when it's all come together. Tracy. So I have actually two things going on simultaneously right now. I am doing all of the submission forms for my next book while I'm waiting for the CIA to come back and say that I'm allowed to publish it or at least to let anyone else look at it. So <laughs> if it's not classified, it'll be going into my editor soon. And then I'm also working on looking through the proofs for um, our joint project, Heirs of Falcon Point, that'll come out in October. That's right. That is my next project, and what I'll be working on is a book that Tracy and A.L. Sowards and Paige Edwards and I have worked on together, and we're at the proofs stage with that, which means that we're at the very end of, end of the production where we get to look through basically what it's going to look like when it comes out in print and make any last small changes. Well, thank you. <laughs> what do you think um, the best part? I, I, I feel like we all feel like one of the best parts of our writing community is the friendships that we've developed. We develop these friendships with readers, but particularly we develop it amongst ourselves as fellow authors. So I'd like to open this discussion up to remembering how our friendships began and maybe more particularly, an experience that solidified your friendships or our friendships. The ones we're willing to admit to, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. The ones that don't have to go through the CIA. Yes. Those. So, Tracy, you want to tell us how your friendship with Sarah either started or became solidified? Well, she's already redacted several stories that I could have shared. But I think one of the biggest things was we were at um, the Storymakers Writers Conference, and we were just joking around, I think, in the green room saying, you know, we should go to Ireland. And anyone who knows Sarah knows that Ireland is a big part of who she is. She's very Irish. And I was like, okay, this would be great. And all of a sudden, everyone's like on Facebook saying, oh, I want to go too. I want to go too. There's like 50 people saying they're going to Ireland with us. And so I don't know, maybe it was a year or so later right. that I called up Sarah and I said, I have an international ticket waiting to be used. Are we going? And she's like, we're going. And all of a sudden, like, so now Sarah and I are traveling the world together. <laughs> and seeing Dublin through Sarah's eyes is the best. So 
Yeah, yes. I do not need a lot of convincing to go to Ireland. You are not the first or last person to say, hey, we should go. And I said, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I'll go for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> Did you guys know each other very well when you decided to? Like, were you pretty sure you were going to get along? <laughs> I think we, we knew each other well enough to know that neither of us would end up, like, in an international murder trial. <laughs> right. But I don't think we knew each other well enough to know for sure how it was going to go. Right. How yeah, the dynamic kind of, would work. Right. And we did, yeah. ha I mean, we were there our, our very first day. We did have to set out some certain rules. Yes. <laughs> and, I we, mean. No one was allowed to get arrested. No one could get tattoos. That's right. <laughs> and uh, we were traveling with a couple of other authors, and we weren't allowed to lose any of them. So. Yes, so that was a challenge. We abided by those rules, which I think rules are at the foundation of, <laughs> of our friendship. Of your friendship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although because I still. Because without them, you Go rogue. Yes. Well, I, and I still think that somebody getting arrested would have been great research for my books. But nobody was willing. Especially in another country. I know. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's true. Would have been beautiful. How fun. <laughs> Sarah, how did you get to know Esther? Well, when we were kind of first talking about this topic, I realized this is true with all of you. I would have a very hard time pinpointing the very first time that I met any of you. And in some ways, it feels like we've been friends for ages, for but I know yeah. it had yeah. to have started somewhere. Yeah. I think probably the moment with Esther when I knew we were going to get along. We were at um, the corporate offices for the publisher that we both publish with, trying to tape a, a promo for an event for a Christmas anthology that we were both part of. And I don't know how many times we had to take that, but we couldn't get through it. We would die laughing. Someone would mess something up, and then we just couldn't hold it together. I mean, it must have taken an hour to film, like, a one-minute promo. <laughs> and weirdly enough, that was the moment where I was like, yeah, we're meant to be friends. <laughs> we laughed. We got along. Like, it was just, I, I felt like, okay, we get each other because we're both just awkward enough <laughs> to get along. Wait, you so, think I'm awkward? <laughs> oh man, this has turned into true confessions <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so that was probably the moment where I realized, yeah, we're going to be friends. I don't think it was the first time we'd met because yeah. I don't remember feeling like I didn't know you at all. I probably came to one of your book signings was maybe the first time we met, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> but that was probably before I was writing. But um, yeah, for me, I think the first time... We really got to know each other. It was also at like a writing retreat too right. yes. that you were hosting. And that's actually where I got to know Sean. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about that. So I'd, lo I'd love to hear your version <laughs> of that writer's retreat. It's like upstairs, downstairs. Sarah was yes. upstairs. <laughs> downstairs. Sean and I were downstairs. Yeah, and I was, was a lower echelon. And Tracy was not invited. Yes. We, know. So we were in the room with the triple bunkers beds. Yes. Like yes, one nice. and three on top of each other. But nobody had to sleep on the the highest level. That's, yeah. But you were right. on a upper bunk. I, I remember. Was. This, I was. So my my first memories of Sean is getting climbing in and out of these bunk beds. They were hard to get in and out of because they didn't have ladders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a pole vaulting without a pole. <laughs> Again, awkwardness unites yes, us all. That's right. It was a bonding experience as we both learned how to get in and out of the bunk beds. And um, also, I think everybody kind of has this with Sean where you meet her and she says, my name is Sean. And you say, oh, that's how you pronounce it. Because yes. <laughs> yes. I've seen her name on books Okay, oh, so I have to many ask times. you guys, before you learned how to say it, how were you saying it? I think I was Sion. I don't think I would actually try it. Never it. it. That's oh, what yes. my brain was thinking. Yeah. But I don't think I ever said it out loud. Well, 
just so you know, if I ever go to somewhere where they come out and call your name, you know, like if you're in a doctor's waiting room or something like that, and they just look at the paper and then they start with an S and then they stop, I just say, yep, that's me. <laughs> so pretty much anything that starts with S, I know. And you'll answer to I it? I will answer to, yes. But the worst of all... So some of you don't know probably that Sean is Welsh for Jane and in Wales it's a fairly common name. And so I went back to Wales after I had gotten married and I had to go to the hospital for a, a checkup and I sat there thinking for the first time in years they're going to come out and they're going to say my name right. And so the lady came out and she had her folder and she looked into the waiting room and she said, Sean Beasley. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't win. It doesn't matter where I am, they're going to get my name wrong. So. Oh, so, but, but I remember that too, Esther. I remember meeting you there. And the one thing that I remember was that walking into the room and you were doing an Instagram live. And I remember thinking... I don't even know how to do that. I am so <laughs> impressed. I am so impressed with this lady who knows how to do all this technology. So I think that might have been like my first one. Like I yes. am not kidding. <laughs> yes. Like as oh, impressed funny. as you were with me, I'm I am almost sure that was probably my first Instagram. Well, you pulled tier. it off with a plum. Nobody would have known <laughs> it was your first one. It was um I, Tracy and I were talking, trying to figure out when we first met, and and we think it was at a luncheon yeah. to do with our, with our publisher, but the time that our friendship was really solidified was, how long has it been, Tracy? Year it's like and a, a year and a half. <laughs> it's not even been that long, but I was in Hawaii, and I had a writing deadline coming, and I was really struggling. I was in the middle of this manuscript and really having a hard time pushing through the middle. And I don't know why. I, I think it was inspiration. I just thought, I'm going to text Tracy because she, she's the person I need to tell me, just just get going. Just, just do it. And so I texted her and she was on the East Coast and I was in Hawaii. So we were, I don't know, what is that? A ridiculous Many number of hours, hours apart. <laughs> so we had this tiny little window of time that we could talk when either she wasn't in bed or I was in bed. And, um, and I remember pacing outside the place we were staying and talking through my storyline with Tracy on the phone and just pacing back and forth as we talked about where to take the story and she basically she she's a coach and she basically coached me through that one <laughs> and the book came out about six weeks ago the one that we were working on then yeah yeah an uncommon earl was the one that tracy helped me get over the hump with yes so. the coach tracy came out the coach was <laughs> tracy. tracy coaches swimming and so she has a good coaching background well and every once in a while i have to be like sean do you want friend Tracy or do you want coach Tracy I'm like I don't you may need friend but you need coach so yeah well, coach is a lot meaner than friend yeah. and she's like oh no friend Tracy is now retired I see what's yeah, happening yeah. here no I, I know I know I'm in trouble when coach Tracy comes out I don't think I've met coach Tracy I think I've only seen the, <laughs> the friend very Tracy. friendly yeah don't friend. don't sign up for coach Tracy <laughs> it's mostly like what is your goal today so how are you going to do this? No, you can make more than that. You know? oh, no. And then a few hours in, it's, are you writing? 
<laughs> she was doing bread the other day. Like, I'm like, I just had a feeling. I just, I just had she a feeling. She just knew. I'm like, Sean, are you writing? It's like, um, I said, you're baking bread, aren't you? It's like, well, um, we were out of bread. So yeah. anyway. She knows that's my default. I bake when I'm stalling. Yes. Yes. So Tracy will keep you on task. I'm generally only good for distracting you from your purpose, <laughs> but I enjoy doing it. So. And you do a great job. I'm excellent at it. It's my number one talent. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good to know who you are. Exactly. <laughs> Just <laughs> own it. But maybe uh, not good to have you when you're trying to right. actually so write. So I'm not the one to text from Hawaii when you have a <laughs> deadline coming up. <laughs> well, honestly, one of the first times you and I did anything together, Sarah, we were told that shortly after that event that we were not allowed to be in the same room without adult supervision. So, <laughs> yes. and so Coach, to Coach Tracy and other Tracy, they're not always present at the same no, time. No, no. Right. That's right. And I don't even know if you remember this, Sarah, but I can still remember the first time I met you. And it was at a conference and I was sitting at a table close to you, but not not within reaching distance. And as I walked past you when we were leaving, I stopped to to mention something to you. And I said to you, this is going to sound really weird, but I said, Sarah, I just really feel like if we knew each other, we would be good friends. <laughs> and you were so sweet about it. You just smiled and said, that, yeah, I bet we would. And I'm sure you were like, who is this Secretly lady? Secretly under the table, I'm sending I'm like, a request for a restraining security, order. <laughs> security, take this lady out. And so it's just been so fun to have our friendship develop over the years since then. Um, because I think I was right. I think you were too. <laughs> well, and then with Esther, we were talking about it. We're like, this today was the first day we ever met. Like, and that's crazy. We, when in, we person. in person. In person. Yeah. I'm like, I, I already considered her a friend. I was like, wait, do we really? Well, both of us were thinking about it. Like, no, we had not actually been present together yeah. before now. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's this weird community, I feel like. Yeah. Where, right. I mean, not weird. We're Normal. We're all mostly unique. normal. Yes, <laughs> unique is a good word. <laughs> yes, where I just feel like you have um, similar trials in your life right. and struggles mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and goals and dreams and like in ways that other people sometimes like just don't understand. And, and when you get the opportunity to talk about these struggles, and someone is like, I know, you just got your edit letter. I know. How yeah. are you? You know, like, <laughs> exactly. Like the empathy. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's well, really great. writing is such a solitary thing. We do it alone for the most part. And so when you find someone else who understands the things you struggle with when it's just you, I think there's almost an instant bond there. It's why you feel like you've known each other far longer than you have, because you understand each other's journey. You understand what the other is, you know, dealing with that. The stories that fill their mind, the drive yeah. to create things, the struggle to get them out there. Like you just, you get that about each other. And there's not very many people who want to have an hour-long conversation about plot. Yeah. <laughs> when Sean calls Tracy and says, I need to talk about it, like... She is you, on yes. board. Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons we started this podcast was we wanted to enjoy this friendship and... It, get out of the solitary mode all the time so that we can right. have those moments reminding ourselves that we're not the only ones going through this. Yeah. And invite so others to kind of see what this world is like, this author community. It's it's a really fun place to be. It is. It is. And, and like Tracy said, it's unique. We write in a variety of genres and yet 
we have this instant connection. And I think that it's really, um, it's really neat that we have this strong friendship. And I think other people can enjoy the friendship with us. And I hope that as listeners, you will feel that you will come to get to know us through this podcast and become our friends. And we'd like to welcome you to come find us on Facebook and to communicate with us that way. Um, we'll be between the lines on Facebook. So um, find us there. So as we wrap this episode up, let me ask you one more author question. What is one of your favorite books? For me, it's probably, um, oh my gosh, now I have to actually decide. I have to say, today I'm <laughs> going to say Pride and Prejudice. That's one of my favorites. It really is. It's a, you can't go too far wrong with that one. Sarah, what um, do you think? A newer favorite of mine is one I just finished. It's called The Mystery of the Exploding Teeth. I know, oh, it's a great wow. title, right? By Thomas Morris. It's nonfiction because I read a lot of it, but it's all about really strange medical occurrences throughout history. They're fascinating and sometimes disturbing, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> is it fat? I mean, I read fat books, but I'm just curious because I now I want to. It's not up. super super fat. Super it's fat. very reader friendly. Yeah. yeah. No, I think you'd Great. enjoy it. Yeah, that's fun. So my favorite, which anybody who is uh, at all familiar with me probably knows, is North and South by Elizabeth Gaskell, and Fantastic. Um, I grew up reading all of Jane Austen's works and just totally loving them. But then I didn't find that one until I was adult. So it felt like just like a hidden a treasure. New, like yes. I felt like somebody had been hiding it from me. So that's, yeah. I love that one too. One. I love that one too. And I think one of my favorites um, is an also maybe a little bit more obscure. It's called While Still We Live and it was written by Helen McGinnis. And I think one of the reasons that I love it is I was introduced to it as a teenager and it gave me my first taste of learning history through fiction because it's set during World War II in Poland, and which was something mm. that I didn't know very much about before I had read it. But thank you for sharing. And we will look forward to being with you again on our next podcast. <laughs>